Hello and welcome to The Shepherd's Voice, the podcast of Catoctin Covenant Presbyterian Church here in Percival, Virginia. My name is Pastor Ben Franks and I'm here with Pastor Charles Biggs. Good morning. Good morning. So Pastor Biggs, uh, something that we do in the Orthodox Presbyterian Church every year in November, right around Thanksgiving time, is have a a, a thank offering, which, uh, as you know, is a chance for all of us as individual churches, probably 300, 350 individual churches in the OPC, um, have the chance to just hear and be reminded about the work that's going on beyond the bounds of our own local congregations in the church more broadly, especially in terms of what's going on in terms of Christian education, what's going on in terms of of foreign mission work, and what's going on in terms of, of home mission work. And of course, as a regional home missionary now, you have the opportunity of kind of being a bit of a bridge between what's what's going on on the ground in the local individual congregations and what's going on at that presbytery level and even even at that denominational level. And so I wonder if you could help us as we uh, approach the uh, 2022 thank offering here in November to think through um, uh, how, how we should think about our, our giving and involvement in, in all of those ministries. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, well, I, you know, I think of the grace of generosity. You know, Second Corinthians 8 tells us that generosity is an act of grace. Um, two scriptures come to mind whenever I'm thinking of uh, generosity. The first is uh, Psalm 103. Um, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. That blessing of God by faith, um, because God is the great and generous God. You know, he's created us. Uh, he's the God who freely provides for us above and beyond what we could ask or imagine. He's the God who provides for us according to his riches and glory. One of his names that he uh, is revealed as is Jehovah Jireh, the God, our provider. Uh, so I think of that, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, and forget not all his benefits. We think of all the benefits that God has uh, granted to us in creation, the beauty, uh, the glory that uh, he uh, reveals to us, uh, his kindness and mercy in our lives, uh, especially the salvation that we have in Christ. I don't think we can help but be grateful and so that's the first scripture that always comes to mind. I would encourage everyone to meditate on that as they're thinking about the thank offering in Psalm 103, particularly verses 1 through 4. Uh, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The second is when our Lord Jesus wants us to understand the kindness and uh, generosity of the Father, he says in Luke 12, Fear not, dear flock, it is your Father's good pleasure, his eudokia, uh, his highest uh, interest and pleasure to give you the kingdom. God is a God who gives us all that we need, but uh, an abundance of more uh, above anything we ask or think in Christ, according to the power at work within us through the Holy Spirit. And so um, our gratitude must begin with God and his generosity to us. In fact, in 2 Corinthians 9, we're told at the end in verse 15 of that passage, of the end of the passage on giving and generosity that the Apostle Paul gives to us under the inspiration of the Spirit, we hear, thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift, that Jesus is our gift. And so we who were guilty have been shown grace, apart from any works of our own, all for his glory in Christ, and so we're to live gratefully, we're to live generously. We live in a culture, I'm afraid, that's very consumeristic, very me-oriented and very oriented into getting what we think we deserve or 
um, getting our fair share. I always think of uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas where uh, Sally is writing her notes to Santa Claus and and Charlie Brown is uh, really uh, just overwhelmed, you know, can't believe that his little sister has been taken in this uh, consumerism and has forgotten the meaning of Santa, or forgetting the, forgotten the true meaning of Christmas. And so she's writing this thing to Santa Claus to get all that she wants. And, and then at the end, uh, he goes, oh, God, I, don't, I can't believe that even my little sister is being taken in by this consumerism. And she says, I just want what's coming to me. I just want my fair share. So that's consumerism is I just want what's coming to me. I want my fair share. Um, I think it's important that we be reminded as those who are recipients of God's inexpressible gift in Christ that we're called to be first producers. We're called to be servants. We're called to be worshipers. We're called to be those who give of ourselves. One gave himself for us so that we give ourselves back to him. In fact, I heard one put it so beautifully where he says that Christ gave his life for me in order to take my life from me to live his life through me. Uh, that's We want to be producers. We want to be going out into the world, giving of ourselves, giving of our time, our talents, our tithes, generously because of God's generosity, knowing that he's going to, <laughs> he's not only pleased to give us joy in it and, 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 and to make us a thankful people, but, but he's willing to reward those, um, those, those things we do for him uh, to crown his own works in us with, his, with rewards for us. And so I think it's important uh, to remember that uh, in a consumeristic culture where it's all about uh, getting our fair share of what we think we deserve and, and, and coming to us, that we want to uh, go into the uh, church and into the world, into our neighborhoods, being those who give of ourselves. In a consumeristic attitude, there is a, a desire for immediate gratification. It's a, it's a kind of a vending machine kind of thing or, or what I call even a Wi-Fi mentality now where in the vending machine uh, back in the day, you know, you just press a button, put your money in, put B1 in and you'd get what you want and it'd be immediate. It'd just drop down. It's even more immediate now uh, with the Wi-Fi mentality. It's it, we get grumpy when we don't get a good signal. I mean, and this thing's going up to space, you know, thousands of miles away and then coming back. And, and you know, we get all grumpy uh, in this mentality uh, that we want immediate gratification. And so we immediately go to that, uh, that, that, that online store that has the little smile. We see the smile in that blue truck that goes around our neighborhood. And we see the smile because we can immediately be gratified at least within a day maybe 24 hours but we can get what we want now and the whole christian life is about delayed gratification really there's a lot of joy now there's a lot of glory now there's a lot of love now there's a lot of thankfulness now there's a lot of worship and discipleship and evangelism now but the best is yet to come this present age is a dark and sinful age that's passing away and we're still part of it though we're citizens of the age to come and the reality is in this present age um, we have to wait on the things he's promised uh, the whole creation's groaning in anticipation of this day that the, the 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 sufferings the struggles of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the the great uh, joy and blessedness of the age to come that's to be revealed to us this this momentary um affliction is not worth comparing with the weight of glory to be revealed to us in christ 
And so that's how we live our lives, not immediate gratification, but with delayed gratification, not as being a consumer, but having our minds transformed, renewed, not being pressed in or conformed uh, to the culture, but being transformed by the renewing of our mind, even in that, that we say, yes, I have to, to some degree, consume as a gift from God, but I will not be a consumer. I'll be one who takes the gifts of God and I will generously give. And so here's the thing. After saying all that, I say this. We want to ponder what 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 says, that generosity or giving in tithes, in talents, in time uh, is a grace act. And we're told this encouraging truth about especially the finances we give, the money we give, that whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. God loves a cheerful giver. And so give of your time, give of your talents, be a producer who sees disciples, who sees new converts, be instruments of God's grace. But remember to give your tithes. And people ask me, is the tithe still in place? I say, well, it's not just 10%, it's 110%. It's giving your all for him. And so it's a good start financially to say, I'll give 10% to my church, the place where you're getting fed and pastored by your minister of the word. You give your 10%, but each year, each each um, time you get an increase in your salary, each time there's a blessing, uh, each time that uh, you get maybe a cost of uh, living increase, um, increase your tithe so that throughout your life you're learning to uh, live on what God provides, and you're learning to uh, be gracious in your generosity. Uh, you're also learning and growing in your ability to give, and, and it's helping you to trust God with what you need. Uh, but it's a wise way of incrementally, uh, gradually growing from, uh, I, I tell young couples when they're first getting married, start with 10, if you will. Start with 11, if you can. Start with 12% of your income, but then start gradually growing 1%, 2% every year so that 20 years from now, you're giving 40 50% uh, generously. You'll never outgive God. And so especially at this time of Thanksgiving, let's remember the Lord Jesus, the indescribable gift, who took away our guilt, all because of grace, and let us go live gratefully, uh, being graciously uh, generous, magnanimously generous for the glory of God and the good of the church and, and the world. Yes, and and I think one of the things I've appreciated about being in the OPC and the emphasis on the thank offering is that it it really is more than just a kind of annual fundraiser for the denomination. It is it is a chance to give an an offering of thanks uh, to to cultivate that that heart of generosity and and gratitude that you're talking about, and to do that as congregations. You know, not only to have that challenge as individuals. But to see, you know, as as local churches, we've always got our own uh, needs and priorities. Maybe we're maybe you're looking to build a building. Maybe you're looking to uh, just keep the doors open where you are. And it can be easy to think, I just can't afford to give to the, the work of foreign missions or planting a new church. We, we've got so many needs right here. But it's a chance to step out in faith, to realize that nothing that we have 
um, is something that we've earned. It's all been given by God's grace. And, and, and so often the gifts of others have allowed our churches, our, uh, us as individuals, to, to be established, to, to flourish, to thrive. And so to look beyond our own borders, beyond our own opportunities, and beyond our own challenges, and to have the heart that Paul called for in, in Corinthians. Because I, I think that passage is so wonderful because he's, he's speaking not just to uh, the, 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 the congregation in Corinth and saying, support the church in Corinth. He's saying, support the church broadly, support the church throughout the world. And there, there are these needs that uh, may feel distant, but in Christ, uh, we bear one another's burdens. And that's part of the joy that we have to, to, to cultivate that, that thank offering yes, with one another. Yeah, I, it, 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 as we're uh, closing on this, I just wait. It's Second Corinthians eight. Um, they were begging him. They, yeah. The grace of generosity was causing the congregation to beg to be able to give. And I love when uh, verse seven, where he says, "As you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace, also." This act of grace, this generosity is an act of grace that all comes from God by His grace. If you'd like to learn more, you can find resources about this and many other topics on our church website, www.catoctin.org. That's www.ketoctin.org. And you can find out more about the work of Pastor Biggs as the regional home missionary of the Presbytery of the Mid-Atlantic at www.joiningtheharvest.org. If you found this episode to be useful, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. If you have questions that you would like us to answer or consider in a future episode, you can send those to us at shepherdsvoicepodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we encourage you to join us for our next episode of The Shepherd's Voice.